Good afternoon and welcome back, 88.9 The Bridge listeners. We are on Power Predictions. I am Gil and I'm joined with Azad, but sadly our trio member Evan is not here today to talk about some playoffs and some football for today. And you know what? We are excited to be back after a long weekend for us with MLK. So I'm hoping everyone had a great MLK day on Monday. But it's Tuesday, and that means it's some more football talk. And today we're going to hop in the playoffs. And starting with the Titans and the Chiefs, 24-35, to Chiefs take the victory. What happened wrong here, and what could have the Titans done, Azad? Well, what happened with the Titans is that the Titans basically couldn't run the ball. We saw Derrick Henry only got 70 yards. I mean, that's not bad, but for a team like the Titans, who depends so heavily heavily on the run, they need to get more than 70 yards. Yeah, they always rely on Derrick Henry to be a main force in an offensive drive. And you know what? They've done it all year. So the counter for the Chiefs was just stopping Derrick Henry. And the Titans, their number one receiver, A.J. Brown, in the playoffs, he is still a rookie, so give him a little bit of credit. But he's only gotten like six catches in the playoffs over three games. Yeah, you expect more for A.J. Brown, especially against the Chiefs. And I think the receivers didn't come out for this game. Tannehill had a fine game, and I also think they just stopped the run. So nothing was really going for the Titans this game. Yeah, and then the defense for the Titans, it wasn't it wasn't great either. There was no, they couldn't stop the big plays. Basically, the big third downs, the big fourth downs, they just couldn't stop them. And that's what they did stop against the Ravens, like fourth and Correct, ones yeah. with Lamar Jackson. So what do you think could the Titans have changed to have won this game? I think if the Titans maybe went in more motivated. They, I mean, they yeah. got off to a slow start. And it's hard to go and motivated well, against the Chiefs, start, you know, because they're such a good team. But they t- Titans had so much confidence going into this game, yeah. beating two divisional leaders. And you know what? If they would have beat the Chiefs, they would have beat four divisional leaders in the past four games because they would have beaten the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Patriots. And the game before that, to make the playoffs, they beat the Texans. Yeah, that's crazy. So, you know what? Titans, all up until the Chiefs, they've had amazing games. And they still had a good game, just not the Titans that you saw against the Ravens game. Amazing season for the Titans. They should have a bright future. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, with draft picks coming up, with them, you know, not signing Marcus Mariota back and making Tannehill their main guy, I think it shows a lot of promise. And I think now they're basing the franchise around Derrick Henry. Yeah, like just seeing the year that he had, I think he's going to come back and have just another great year. Yeah. Do you think he's going to slow up anytime soon, or do you think Derrick Henry remains Derrick Henry? No, I think he'll be the he'll probably be the rushing leader next year, and he'll probably lead in touchdowns too as a running back. Yeah. But not in receiving yards in that category. I think Christian McCaffrey will out, outrun him on that. Mm-hmm. Which is why unpopular opinion by me, but I still believe that Christian McCaffrey is the best running back. Derek Henry's at a close number two, though. Yeah, I am a Titans fan, but I think Der- I think Christian takes it just because of his catching ability, and Derek Henry's backed up by a great O line, which is no excuse for any running back. But to have a nice O line is pretty nice, which McCaffrey doesn't have. Yeah, and Derek Henry, I mean, he's he's a beast, though. Yeah, he is. He goes to that line with so much power. He runs through bodies. He's it's hard to even stop him when the plan is to stop him. Like, if you start, if you stop Derrick Henry for a no gain, I will be shocked. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw that in the playoffs. I, I don't think either, because he broke so many records over the playoffs, and he still had a good game, just not a Derrick Henry game, you know, because that, that's the only, that's the mission of the Chiefs. But transitioning, what did the Chiefs do right this game? 
Patrick Mahomes, I mean, they got, they got the ball. They did exactly what they wanted. They wanted the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hands, and they got it in Patrick Mahomes' hand. Tyreek Kill, as usual, he had a statement to make. He had the statement that he wanted to be a top receiver in the game, which I think now everyone believes he is a top receiver in the game. Yeah. He might just be the best receiver heading into the Super Bowl. Him and Sammy Watkins both had a great game, yeah. and they both averaged, you know, 15 yards per drive, basically. Wow. And, I mean, that's huge to have two wide receivers doing that. And speed kills on this team. They really proved that in the playoffs. And I think Patrick Mahomes had a great game. The receivers had a great game. And the defense came up, stopping Derrick Henry. And Travis Kelsey. We forgot to mention him. Oh, yeah, he did. Travis Kelsey, I mean, of course, one of the best tight ends ever. One of the best blockers. And he's he was that guy that went to on third and ten. That guy that went to on third and five that made those big plays. He only had three receptions, I believe. But he did, he did come out and play big. Yeah, but he's the guy you drop off for those... Special third downs and fourth downs where you really need him to yeah. come through. And plus his great blocking ability, like you've said. But you want to transition into the next game? Yeah. So we have Packers and 49ers. 49ers, I mean, late game, they were clearly winning and they clearly won at the end. They had a great game. How did they dominate the Packers and in what ways did they do it? I mean, you can look at it. When Jimmy Garoppolo only has to throw eight times, that means the run game is on point. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Raheem Mostert, sorry, I always have trouble with that last name, but Mm -hmm. 220 yards with 29 carries. Yeah, Four touchdowns. When you see Jimmy G only has to throw eight times, you know, they're dropping it off to their running back. And, I mean, holy smokes, have a game, Raheem. That is crazy numbers. That's video game numbers you see right there. Yeah, and I believe Jimmy Garoppolo, he has the record for least completed passes in an NFC wow. championship game. Yeah, he didn't need to throw at all. Yeah, but he didn't need to throw it. And you, th- you would think George Kittle would be a huge force this game, but he only had one reception. Because they didn't need to throw it. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? You think they tried to change up the game plan on Green Bay? Because you don't see him running on, it on a the, lot. On the first drive, Raheem had a 30-yard touchdown. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure after that, he, they were just confident just handing it off. And the Green Bay Packers just couldn't find an answer, which is surprising because... They have Zadarius Smith, they have Preston Smith, they have right. a good defense, and they just couldn't show up. And, and you know you say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Because mm-hmm. you know what? Just if Moster, I'm just going to try to stop saying that last name, but if he's doing well, keep on handing the ball to him. Yeah. But the defense, I think the defense showed up this game. They did pretty good. I mean, they let up 20 points, but you're going to let up 20 points to Aaron Rodgers. And what is all of this... Like talk about Richard Sherman and him firing, firing at other players for calling him out. I mean, he got called out basically, and then he just wanted to. It was you know, a Jets player, right? I yeah. forget who it was, but it was some veteran cornerback. Williams, right? Jarrell something. But yeah, I can look it up. I know Richard Sherman's always getting attacked at. I thought he had a good game. He's always getting his hands on the ball, like he says, getting interceptions every game. It yeah. seems like it was Jarrell Reeves. Jarrell Reeves had an outstanding career. Yeah. Richard Sherman, he had a, he he got burnt in one play, but that was the first I time saw in that. his and career that, that I was, ever seen him get was burnt that like that. Adams, I believe so. And Adams yeah. is a great. He's a great receiver. wide receiver, and I mean that's why Richard Sherman is guarding him because he's a great cornerback. Yeah, and he had that interception to Richard Sherman, so he, so he he made up for it. Yeah, so I think what the 49ers did right and they did it great was the run game. Yeah, they in that's shown by Jimmy G's stats. He only had to throw it eight times. And the Packers, I just think they couldn't get the offense going early. And the defense just didn't help with any motivation towards that. 
The defense couldn't stop the run, and the Packers could not just get it going early. Rodgers had a great game throwing 320, 320 yards, and it just didn't, nothing mojo, nothing clicked for the Packers yeah, in the start of the game. Translate on the, didn't translate on the board, board, exactly. But do you want to head into our predictions for the Super Bowl now? Yes. It's going to be 49ers-Chiefs. I think this is going to be a great game, unlike last year, right, with the Rams and... I mean, the Chiefs are in it. Expect a high-scoring game. Yeah. 49ers can score pretty high, too. So, who are you going to take, Gil? Oh, my gosh. Okay, you know what? I have not thought this over enough yet. Clearly, it's going to be the closest game, I think. One of the closest games ever. But two great teams, two very powerful offensive teams. I'm going to give it to the 49ers. I don't know why. It just I feel like if they develop the run game like they did last week, and they have Jimmy G, which, he, you know, you never know with Jimmy G, but I think just with their defense and their offense, they're a very well-balanced team, and I think they're going to get the job done. What do you think, though? I'm going to go against you, and I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs. It's hard to bet against Because Patrick speed. Mahomes is just too reliable, unlike Jimmy G. I just yeah. can't trust Jimmy G is enough. I have to, I can trust Patrick Mahomes. Jimmy G only threw it six times, so there's not much for me to, like, go into the Super Bowl thinking that Jimmy G is, like, going to... Bring them home the championship. I think San Francisco is your very risky bet with Jimmy G, and Kansas City is just your consistent Patrick Mahomes. He's going to get at least three touchdown passes. Yeah. But I expect a high scoring game. I yeah. Probably in the 30s to 40s scoring range wise. Maybe even 50s. <laughs> what defense know. do you think is better, though? The Chiefs or the 49ers? And I know this doesn't tell the tale for who's going to win, but I personally think the 49ers defense is better. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you with yeah. that. But it that that doesn't mean anything when you're going against Patrick Mahomes, who just took down the Titans. Mm-hmm. So you know what? It's going to be a really close game. It's going to be fun to watch, a high-scoring event. But there's our predictions for the Super Bowl. And you know what? It was a great long weekend. We had a lot of great football. Close game for the Titans. That's my team. They did not pull it out. But we will see. And we're back on 88.9 The Bridge after a short break. We are on Power Predictions, and I am Gil. I'm joined with Azad, and we'll be talking about some basketball after talking about some football playoffs. We are back from a short break, and hope everyone's having a good afternoon and a good Tuesday night. But we're back into basketball after doing football, and hope everyone's excited for the Super Bowl. But right now, I think we have a game bigger than the Super Bowl tonight. Los Angeles Clippers v. Dallas Mavericks. This is going to be a huge game. Zod, who has joined with me, is a huge Mavs fan. I'm sort of a Clippers fan, but I think Clippers are going to be taking it tonight. That's my prediction. They're 30-13. and 13, They're having a great year. But what does the Mavs fan have to say for that? It's definitely not bigger than the Super Bowl, but... I don't know. I do like my Mavs in Pretty this good matchup. Game. You know what? I think it's a huge game. It's tonight at 5.30, so make sure you're watching it because it's going to be a big game. Clips... I mean, they're having a great year so far, 30-13, and 13, the Mavs 27-15. and 15. Both great teams, both kind of not leading the division, but they're definitely up there. I mean, I, I haven't checked the standings in a while, but the Bucks are first, I'm pretty sure. Heat are following having a tremendous year in the East Conference. But in the West, Lakers are leading, of course, with that LeBron and AD duo. Nuggets right behind, they're still having a good season. And then, you know, you got the Jazz and the Clippers who are all kind of tied in that zone. So Mavs and Clippers, this could be a sway 
in the standings if the Mavs win tonight and then win a couple more of their games, they could take that fourth spot in the standings. So how, I think this is a huge game for the Mavs. Huge, huge. If they can win this, I think it can tell the tale for the next couple of games. Because, I mean, be, beating the Clippers, that's a powerhouse in the league. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of like a statement if you can beat the Clippers. But the Mavs, I mean, who's having a good year this year? Azad? Luka Doncic. Of course. Always Luka. There's so, there's so much. There's so... This kid is so special. He's 20 years old. He's yeah. averaging 28 points. He's amazing. He, he can't legally even drink yet, and he's already <laughs> averaging almost a triple-double. And the first the first kind of headline that pops up when you push on this game is that Clippers will try to stop Luka Doncic against Dallas. I, mean, I haven't seen try anyone to. stop Luka Doncic. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's why they put try to. Because you know what? No one's stopping Luka. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a great game tonight. I think he's going to come out. I mean... Is Porzingis? Is Porzingis he, is still hurt. Oh, okay. Because right now he says Kristaps Porzingis is confident about playing. But oh, really? So he might get limited minutes. Yeah. I saw. And I think that's best for him because you really want to ease him in and you don't want him playing 15 minutes against the Clippers. Uh, you know? This is a big game. Yeah, this is a huge game for the Mavs. It's going to be a close game, I think, but I, I'm guessing the Clippers are going to take it. That's just my sixth sense about this game. The Clippers have been dominant all year. They just have to stop Luka tonight. That's the main goal. And if Porzingis can play a couple of minutes, that may change the score a little. But I think Clippers are taking it tonight. But tomorrow, tomorrow are where all the games are. Mm-hmm. If you're a couch potato, you're going to be watching all these games probably. There's probably like 10 games tomorrow. But you have some of the big games. You have Rockets v. Nuggets. That's a huge game. That's probably the biggest one yeah. tomorrow. And I think... This could also, a lot of these games right now could sway the division just because it's not super early in the season. It's not super late. You're kind of middle of the season right now. And these are the games that matter. You think middle of the season gets boring, you know? So many teams are just kind of playing the games, getting through them monotonously. But this is when it really matters for a lot of teams. Because if you're struggling right now, it's a time to make up. If you're doing really well, you could always fall back down. But. Mm. Nuggets v. Rockets. We've got a couple of Nuggets fans in our school. I think the Rockets are taking it, though. Um, the Nuggets versus Rockets. Nuggets are always the hard one. They're very yeah. inconsistent. Jamal Murray, he's out. I'm pretty sure. He did take that injury like a couple of games ago. Yeah. The Nuggets are looking good, though. They lost to the Pacers. I'm going to take the Rockets, too, as well. They lost the Pacers, then beat the Timberwolves, and those are two really close games. Like you said... It's one of those sway teams. You never really know. Mm-hmm. Almost lost to the Warriors. And as we know, the Warriors are not the Warriors this year. They're kind of just... But they will bleh. be the Warriors next You're year. You're right. They will be. And when you have Clay and Steph back... And the number one overall pick. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? That could... I think the Warriors are going to have a bounce back year next year. But right now, 10-35. and 35, mm-hmm. Usually see that stat line flipped. 35-10. and 10. <laughs> But... You know what? I hope the I hope the Warriors come back, but not come back. You know, because I don't like when there's just one team always just being the dominant force. I really do like the Warriors. I think Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. I think that they have the greatest shooting duo of all time. And they're they're humble. They're a humble team. Yeah, I think Draymond Green's a great defensive player. Yeah. And with uh, Boogie, I really like Boogie. I think he'll be a great center for the team, as well as the number one overall pick. We'll see what happens with that. 
But I do think they have a bright future with D'Lo, Steph, Clay. Yeah, and they they have some young talent on that team that people don't think about. There's a guy named Bell. I forget his first name. Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell. I'm a Ducks fan, and he played for the Ducks. He was huge for us, and he kind of carried my March Madness bracket because I always put the Ducks winning at all. (laughs) But he's Bell is a huge player for them. Ducks did go on to give a big big run in March Madness, right? They did. They did. And that's when he was on his team. And you know what? Sadly, that year, that was the one year I put Duke beating them. But you know what? I do not like the Blue Devils. And somehow we beat the Blue Devils, which I love. But for my March Madness bracket, that's no good. And March is coming up here. So college basketball fans, get excited for that. But right now, we are midway through the basketball season. And the college basketball season, same thing. We're kind of midway trying to get to that March Madness bracket so we can all fill it out and try to win something. But you know how rare that is? That's like a million and one chance to win a bracket like that. Yeah, but I try to do it. You know, it's always you it's always fun to do it and bet money against friends. Not too much though, not too much. But it's always it's always a fun time in March. Yeah, stay safe, guys. Yep, stay safe with your money. Keep it in your pockets. Just do a little for some fun though. Yeah, be smart. Be yeah, be very smart. And if you're putting ducks to go all the way, you're probably not gonna want to bet money. But uh, I always make that mistake every year. But for basketball, I mean, some big, very big basketball news is yeah, Zion is expected to play tomorrow. Wow! Oh my gosh, that I mean, it felt like forever Never, when he yeah. got when he got injured, you know. So happy, happy to see him back. What does this mean for the Pelicans? It means the Pelicans are gonna slide into the seventh or eighth seed. You know Maybe. what? I don't know. You don't see that or in the Western Division. I. 17 and 27 that's just games. that's rough it's two games They're you're two right games. it just i see the trailblazers are a better team than the pelicans even with Zion back do you think the grizzlies do you think the grizzlies can stick the eight i think john morant i really like john, john morant he's amazing Great john morant's amazing but and i'm just gonna say spurs are pretty good trailblazers are pretty good but they're not great Grizzlies, I think they're going to stick the 8 seed. I'm going to call that. Grizzlies sticking the 8. Pelicans can't make it back in time. Zion's not going to sway it that much. As as much as I love Zion, he's not going to sway. Sway their stat line too much. But I think Grizzlies sticking the 8. And I think everyone above the Grizzlies stay where they are. Wow. All right. That's, that's my bold prediction. Bold prediction, yeah. And I think Clippers could shift up and down. The Mavs could shift. And the Rockets, of course. Because those stats are all super close together. Lakers kind of look like they're running away with it right they're now. They're a lock. Lakers for first, are you saying? Yeah. I'm going to say Lakers are either a second or first seed lock. Yeah. For sure. I, to go against that. I always hated on the Lakers just because I feel like they're kind of that Browns team that does not have chemistry together, but I'm clearly l- wrong. They definitely mesh together. AD and LeBron yeah. play perfect. They're probably they, the best doing the Yeah, they're probably the best. I think they're better than Kawhi and Paul George, even though that relationship there is pretty good, but they mesh pretty well together, as you can tell, 34-9. and nine. And I think the Lakers definite stick for the first seed. Nuggets, I don't like. We said Nuggets are very inconsistent. Like just the a lot Nuggets, of, they don't win in the playoffs. I'm yeah, sorry, Nuggets right. fans, they just don't win they in just, the playoffs. I like you said, inconsistent is the label for that team. Everyone above eight though is gonna either shift or stay. I don't see the Spurs or the Trailblazers getting in there anytime soon. I mean, any Washington Washingtonian out there that is a Trailblazers fan, 
I love the Trailblazers, but I don't have much hope for them. Dame, career-high 61 points, and the winner decided to Dame is Dame is awesome. I just feel bad because he's always been true to Rip City, but last year we just couldn't pull it out in the playoffs, even how good Dame is. Yeah, I believe he's... I think you guys did winning OKC, but I believe he said that when he was asked about going to a big team, he said he didn't want to get bought out to, to buy a championship ring. I love ring, that. Yeah, I love loyalty that. loyalty to his city, which is something you would really like to see as a fan. And he's such... I mean, I follow Trailblazers on Instagram. He's always the community member that you want to have, and mm-hmm. he does it without popularity, you know? Yeah. He does it just for the cause. And I think he's one of those players that any team would love, but he's going to stay true to Rip City. Yeah. I love Damian Lillard. He's always had a great career. Yeah. Um... He- I want to talk about, he had an idea for the All-Star Game. I don't know if you know about this, but he wants to set up a one-on-one contest. No way. That that would be fun to watch, definitely. That would be so fun to watch. And the basketball, uh, like, All-Star Game is way better than the football. I think basketball always does it right. Mm-hmm. They always have the fans on the edge of their seat. Baseball does it pretty well, but basketball's top up there. Football does it terribly. Yeah. They've even thought of, like, just totally canceling it. But football, the skills isn't... It's not good, but it's not no. bad, and then the game's bad. Because game no one's bad. trying, you know, nobody and that's tackles, the same. That's the same for basketball. They're not trying, but it's funny to watch. Because you get to see the matchups you want to see, you get to see the dunks you want to see. Exactly, and I think that dunk game really saves the All Star game. The that's, dunk contest. That's awesome to watch. I also love the three point contest. Three points fun, yeah. And you know what? Because you're just seeing the best, of the best playing at their hardest for those skills things. Where yeah. football, it it's just, just like. like Run through a wall, exactly. dodgeball. And I think it was more fun for the players when it was in Hawaii. Because where is it now? It's somewhere like not that good. I think it's uh, Florida or something like that where it's like... I'll look it up real quick. Why, yeah. Why go there when you could go to Hawaii? I know they changed it from Hawaii. I mean, anyone listening right now, I bet you would want to go to Hawaii over anything else. Mm-hmm. But like we said, basketball star game. That's going to be Chicago. fun to watch. In Chicago? Man, that's freezing. You better have some, you know, indoor facility. Like I said, you would. I would take 82 in Maui, Hawaii over like 30, 32 in Chicago. But like we said, All-Star Game is coming up. That's going to be fun. We have given our predictions for our teams. Like we said, Western Conference is really fun to watch this year. Those eight are going to battle it out above the Grizzlies. That's going to be fun to watch. Eastern Conference, we didn't really go over, but Heat and Bucks just dominating the league along with the Raptors and Celtics. Yeah, the Bucks look like a wrap. They're running away with it. Yeah, they're running away with it. And, I mean, Giannis. Giannis and his squad, his army, they're just, they're always great. Mm-hmm. And I think any team Giannis is on, but I see him just staying with the Bucks the rest of his career. Yeah. yeah I you got to keep too. you got to keep a player like that. You got to extend his contract, get on that. Prime. Yeah. got to keep him in his prime. You know what? And I think Bucks are lock, Heat are lock. Like I said, I think those top, I don't know about the Nets making the playoffs, but every team above that, I'm almost sure, are going to make the playoffs. The Magic and the Nets, 7 and 8, they're kind of trailing the rest of the rest of the division. Yeah, I agree with that. And I don't know, when is, I don't think Katie's coming back this year, is he? No, he's not. He's not, and I mean, Kyrie's kind of just carrying them like a backpack right now. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone below that isn't doing too hot, and the Eastern Division is just... I think Western's way more fun to watch and exciting with those top eight. I want to talk about one team in the East for a second, not not the Bucks. It's the Celtics, who just upset the Lakers last night. Celtics, Kemba Walker, Taco Falls, 
Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. That's a fun team to watch. Dunked on LeBron. It w- it's going to be a good. W- it, they're going to be a good team, and they're scary in the playoffs, I believe. And you know what? I think that's that one Eastern team that you don't see them coming until they really make the playoffs and yeah. just destroy. Like the Titans. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're going to make it, just slide in there. But the Celtics aren't just sliding in there. They're they're definitely going to be a top seed. Yeah. And they're going to be super fun to watch in the playoffs. I think we've reviewed almost every team in the East and the West. Thank you for being listening and tuning in on to Power Predictions. I'm Gil, and I'm joined with Azad. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next Tuesday on Power Predictions. Brooklyn